Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, it's a fresh new week on the Colleen and Bradley show and everywhere, really. Give it to us, Holly. Hi, my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi, how is everyone? Great. Good. It's Monday. We're here and uh, we are, it is a fresh week, as I said, and it is a new week with the Queen's Jubbly behind us. And as programs, and I like uh, Jelly Babies from my favorite science fiction show, Doctor Who. That's a candy. Um, Thank you. Thank you for letting us know that it's not actually babies of jelly or jelly. Anyway, yes. Uh, The moral of the story is I like things British. And so it should come as no surprise that I also like Queens. Um, But nothing makes you feel more American than watching the uh, platinum jubbly concert at the palace that took place on Saturday. That is both a good and a bad thing. And I can explain to that. Explain to that. I can explain to that to you, uh, as I endeavor will to do. But I'm sure you also have questions. And I'm here as the royal correspondent to not really know much other than what I saw with my own eyes. Okay, well, so I didn't see it with my own eyes. So having been the seer of the Jubblies, uh, Bradley... Mm. Set the stage literally yeah. for us. Yeah. So they had these like three stages in front of Buckingham Palace by the statue. I mean, you could see the statue of Queen Victoria sort of like uh, just like staring out into the world, you know, kind of unconcerned, which was like a weird juxtaposition because then you'd have like people be bopping around like, hey, anyway. So you had three stages set up in this huge space in front of Buckingham Palace. Hundreds, tens of thousands of people were there down the mall, as they call it. So Mm -hmm. just think like big, long street full of people festooned with finery and British bits and pieces, flags, etc. And uh, what kicked things off, I think, just delighted me in a way that nothing else really delighted me following that. Okay, so so that's, you know, that tells us a lot. (laughs) So I would like to play for you about a minute, and and it's going to go somewhere, so it's going to sound like you're going to hear something, and then it's going to get kind of boring, and then it's going to come back, and I'm going to tell you that what kicked off the Platinum Jubbly Palace at the concert at the Palace on Saturday was the Queen herself. Oh! She uh, pulled a fast one on everyone. Nobody knew that this was going to happen, but the queen showed up on video. Okay. With a very famous character. I'm just going to tell you because you can't see anything. It's Paddington Bear. The queen and Paddington Bear did uh, a bit at the beginning of the concert 
And um, let's let's have a listen if we can, Holly. And it it should start at the right place, and it goes for about a minute. Enjoy, Her Majesty. Perhaps you would like a marmalade sandwich. I always keep one for emergencies. So do I. I keep mine in here. It's in a bag. Oh, thank you. For later. And now the crowd goes wild because they're like, it's the queen, it's the queen, and the crowd goes wild. The butler looks out the window. The party is about to start, Your Majesty. Now wait for it. Happy Jubilee, man. And thank you for everything. Just warms my That's heart. That's very kind. Wait for it. That's happening live. Wait for it. Oh, they they cut the audio at the best part. What you <laughs> oh, what you didn't I'm hear? Waiting for it, waiting for what it. What you didn't hear was the uh, the queen and Paddington take their spoons and clank them on the side of their tea glasses oh, to the beat of um, "We will rock you." We will rock you. Oh, that's so cute. And then live. Queen and Adam Lambert kick off the Platinum Jubilee celebration at the the Palace concert on Saturday. And honestly, like uh, hearing that again, I was like, oh, it just makes what he goes. Thank you for all you've done. I mean, I I am choked up. I'm just I get so emotional. Anyway, that to me was the most emotional part of the evening. Other people probably had their favorites. I will tell you, though, you know, I started this conversation telling you that nothing made me feel more American than watching this concert because it was a like weird psychedelic mix-up of like random British groups, some of which like obvious, right? Like Queen, you understand, right? right? Sure, that makes sense. Um, And, you know, Rod Stewart and um, some like newer acts that I didn't even know that were great. All great music, right? But it was all very disjointed. So it was very like you've got, you know, Andrew Lloyd Webber and then Rod Stewart and then somebody else. There was no sort of, you know, and then it kicked, it, it ends it all with Diana Ross, who Again, living legend, icon, amazing. Mm -hmm. She's going to be at the State Fair uh, this year. I mean, from the palace to the Minnesota State Fair. I mean, it only gets better for her. So, like, all those things are wonderful. But when you watched them together, it just kind of was like a weird, like... Well, it's uh, the way you just described it makes it feel to me like there was nobody in charge of flow. Mm. And oh, quick question, yeah, yeah, logistic yeah. question. Yeah. You said that there were three stages. So were they just like bebopping yep. from stage to just stage? Boom, boom, boom. Okay, boom, so boom. in that regard, obviously they put thought toward how do we how do we keep a show going without having to strike and reset over and over yep. again? Right? Yeah. Great. But you're but. For example, when you go to a wedding, yeah. a wedding DJ knows <laughs> that the way We just needed you, a good wedding DJ for the, the party at the palace. True, because you roll in slow. You mm-hmm. roll in, you bring in the oldies first, yep. right? Because the older crowd is probably going to be there right at the beginning, but then they're going to peace out mm-hmm. at some point, and then you ramp it up, yeah. right? You go from slow to party. You throw in a couple things that might be a little bit... Was this your wedding? Is that what you're telling us? No, I... <laughs> Yes, okay. but really, like truly, if you talk to a wedding DJ, they'll yeah. tell you that that they have a they have a, an actual method to how they plot out the music, and maybe they throw in a couple like pearl clutching moments uh, early on yeah. to move the oldsters along. But <laughs> it, but clearly, 
there wasn't thought toward how does the music flow into each other. Yeah, I just what yeah, a bizarre concert. Yeah, to me, it was like there's a lack of story t- or there was an element of storytelling that was missing from the party at the palace. Now, look, they were probably like, the woman has survived the throne for seventy years. We don't care about your need for a story right now. <laughs> that is enough. Like, I'm fine with that, right? But just, like, as a person who watches things for a living, you know, we t- and we like to give our opinions yeah. and judge accordingly. It, the thing that I found most re- uh, reflective of my opinion was that there was this uh, montage where they had dancers and, like, some, like, DJ spun, uh, not covers, but, like, they would actually spit, like, so they started with the Beatles, uh-huh. right? And they kind of did this progression through the decades of British music. Like, mixed together, like a montage. Yeah, yeah. and, like, you know, when the 90s showed up, who do you think was there? The Spice Girls. The Spice Girls, Obviously. exactly. So, and that, I got really, like, a, like I got the tingles, because you could feel, you know, because there's a story. Like, you identify, yeah. you're doing, you're in it, you're doing it. Whereas, like, you know, you have just here's a performer and then quick look over to this side of the stage. There's another performer and then quick, you know, look over here. There wasn't that like thread of a story. So that to me just indicated like, I think there was perhaps maybe not as much thought, which is weird because I thought, don't you think for like the Queens, like let's say the institution. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Just really quickly. Like the Queens, uh, the pre the institution of the presidency of the United States, if we were honoring that as an institution, Mm -hmm. right? Don't you think we would be able to pull together, like, I don't know, the actual Spice Girls, whatever the equivalent would be right, over here? Right. Whereas they were just playing, like, clips of the Spice Girls? Yeah. Well, and, and here's the other thing about it is, I this is the thing that I keep thinking. This concert wasn't for the Queen, meaning it wasn't like she was sitting front row, like, jamming out to... Elton John. Yeah. Although, really quickly, Prince Charles, just to let you know, like, he was like, hey guys, she's at Windsor Palace, which is like 20 miles away. If you scream real loud, my mommy can hear you. Oh, okay. And everyone was like, no, I don't think she can. Yeah. Also, she's probably it's in 20, bed. It's 20 miles away. Okay, go on. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, this wasn't for the queen. This was for the people to yeah. celebrate the queen. Yes. And keeping that in mind, you'd think that maybe they would have. To your point, thought of a way to draw a thread through that tells more of a story mm-hmm. that brings you on a journey. But maybe they maybe they just televised a weird concert. I think they did, because I will tell you, televising weird stuff was kind of the theme for the, the week of like as an American, uh-huh. again, who, you know, lover of some things British, um, you know, from afar, from a distance. Right. Um, like. Everything we watched, did you like you didn't see the beacon lighting, did you? Uh -uh. I imagine not. Most people did not. It was like this, like they had beacons all over the United Kingdom and Commonwealth. So like these like torches would get lit up simultaneously. Sounds beautiful. Sounds interesting. But like they had the queen roll up and press like um, like a uh, what do you call that? Like a magic eight ball. uh There was like this magic like fluorescent magic eight ball and she just showed up and went boop and then some lights lit up and everybody's like we and then this big tree i did not understand anything that was going on same with the <laughs> the the parade that they had uh, the jubbly parade on on uh sunday i saw the hologram did, of the old her it was very or the young her i should say and they had like daleks rolling through and people on bikes i was like i don't know what we're doing right now but they're loving it so. yeah you know what and good on them <laughs> 
Good on them. Enjoy your jubbly. Yes, enjoy your jubbly. The hologram thing with the queen. It was like, okay, sure. Why not? And then people waving back to it. I know. Like she was real. It's not real. It's like it was a movie. Also, they kept on calling it a hologram. It did not look like a hologram. It looked like a TV screen or like some sort of projection screen on the side of the buggy. Well, and they did a lot of, there was a lot so of... So less impressive is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, no, totally. Um, in addition, like, they they showed a lot of stuff. Like, Elton John performed at the concert, but he was literally in a video, which they just, it was video shown on Buckingham Palace. And I was like, the dude could, I mean, I know that he's touring, but again, 70 years on the throne, don't we feel like you could roll up for that? I don't know. I wonder. Listen, I have like a whole conspiracy theory with Elton John and Candle in the Wind and his friendship with Princess Diana that maybe like like, a snub or like Mm. he's maybe not allowed. I don't know. It's pure fiction that I've created in my Mm. own imagination. Well, I'd like Um, to go on that journey. Well, you just do that true crime podcast, right? Um well, I'm sorry that it was lackluster, but I'm glad for the queen that now she can rest, put her feet up, and enjoy that her jubbly happened. Exactly. And for us on this side of the pond, it just goes to show that our fairy tales are better than the real thing. How so true sometimes that is. don't, you know, don't meet your heroes. Exactly. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, another uplifting thought from Bradley Trainer. Uh, when we return, oh, we are oh. going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Holly's going to bring us a dirt alert. Is back. Brr. 